you're listening to Fantasy Frenemies, a new fantasy football podcast. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and 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 in this context, there's no disrespect. So when I bust my rhyme, you break your neck. We got five minutes for us to disconnect from all intellect and let the rhythm affect. Get it started. Get it started. Get it started. Let's get it started. Ha. Let's get it started. Get it started. Get it started. Let's get it started. Welcome to an emergency off-season free agency podcast. So last week, we talked about some of the free agent signings that we had. And we released the pod after another, probably the biggest, for at least us, free agency signing slash trade happened. Uh, So we're like, we're going to get together again this week, and we're going to talk about everything that's happened between last week and this week. And it's actually quite a bit. And there's some pretty big trades in here. Um, So... Um, first of all, I guess let's just start with the biggest one. Uh, Deshaun Watson was traded to the Browns for one of you probably knows the compensation better than I do. Uh, three first round picks. So this year, next year, the year after a third round pick next year and a fourth round pick in 2024. And, and then, then we, we got, got back sixth round, a right? sixth round pick in 2024. Okay. And Deshaun so. Watson. Nope, just that's a, a six-round major. <laughs> we fleeced them, boys. <laughs> we did it. We really got that Tom Brady. <laughs> if if you could guarantee yourself Tom Brady in twenty twenty four, would you trade? Is like, it Tom Brady at first? age twenty one, or is it Tom Brady at age forty two? Yeah. It's Tom Brady at age thirty seven. And what's the competition? Uh, three firsts, a third, and a fourth. The same, same deal for the sixth round pick. That is Tom Brady. So you don't get him until 2027. How old is he now? He's 45. Oh, you get eight, eight, so eight years, years ago. <laughs> yeah, we might not even get eight years of Deshaun Watson. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, I, I would take that. I would take that in a heartbeat. But so we officially traded for Deshaun Watson. Um, I guess I'm just going to open the floor. Everyone's initial reaction after we had heard that the Browns were out. We heard the Browns were out, and then we heard that the trade happened. What was your initial First reaction? insert verbal meme. I was out, and then they pulled me back in. But just first, I'm going to file a complaint against the NFL because I am addicted to this offseason. This offseason is a drug, and eventually it's going to end, and then there's going to be a gap between the offseason ending and football starting, and I'm going to go through withdrawals. My health is going to decline. I'm going to have to go to rehab. I'm suing. It's the most addicting offseason I've ever seen. I refresh Twitter all day at work. Instead of doing work, so I'm just waiting for the next bombshell to drop. Which yes. it did today. It did today. <laughs> like, I want to be the first to like send it in our chat. I yes, I'm, really I'm, I'm racing. <laughs> I'm racing to like send it first. Did I get the Tyreek one first? I did. Oh, it was Brandon a sheer coincidence. I was on lunch, and I was like, I'll check Twitter, and I refreshed it, and it was like 10 <laughs> seconds ago, Schefter, and I was like, oh, I did it! <laughs> Holy shit. But, uh, okay, so my first initial reaction was like, what the fuck? I thought we were out. Holy shit. I thought it was ball sack um, sports. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I, I honestly I thought it was a joke for a second. I thought it was like one real. of those fake Adam like Shafter yeah, or Adam something Shafter. like that. <laughs> Shafter, I heard these. Uh, but I mean, I think we can all get it out of the way. Uh, obviously, w- w- let's we'll talk football, purely football. I know Deshaun Watson um, has a lot of allegations, and, and the Browns effectively sold their soul as an organization. To Don't worry, we did a thorough investigation. Yes, a thorough a- investigation, according to all of our statements released by everybody. <laughs> Some bullshit statements, but um, uh, we will see how it goes in the first press conference that they hold. Um, uh, because if you notice, they did not hold a press conference after trading for a star player like, you know, I don't know, the Denver Broncos did or the Washington Commanders did. Uh, they held, well, they held press conferences. They're, they're we haven't had a press conference for it because oh, yeah. Deshaun Watson has civil cases until Thursday. <laughs> so we're probably going to wait until he comes to Cleveland and then he's a bit busy. <laughs> he's a little busy right now. So but, probably once he gets to Cleveland, we might have a press conference. Re- regardless. And- Regardless of all of that, and setting and only focusing on football for now, this is the best quarterback Cleveland has ever had in the Super Bowl era. The best quarterback by far. By talent. It is a by a Baker lot. is a borderline franchise at time quarterback, but just a solid starting quarterback. And this is a huge upgrade over what Baker made. La- at, at the time that he was playing, so when he was playing. Two years ago, he was probably a consensus top five quarterback that season. Fringe MVP candidate. If his team didn't suck around him, he would have been uh, probably one of the leaders for MVP. Um, Now, obviously, there's been new quarterbacks coming into the fold. Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. He's um, taking a year off. Yeah, yeah, he's taking a year off. So we don't necessarily know how he's going to come back and perform. And he will most likely be suspended for some amount of time to start the season. But I was just – I was floored because the draft capital we gave up uh, was only draft capital, and we all thought it was going to be players as well, and there were no players involved. Uh, and also the draft capital, like, not a ton for, like, compared to, like, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson got two firsts and two seconds, um, and Deshaun Watson got three firsts, a third, and a fourth, which, you know, it's still a little bit more, but – it's not comparable. that much. Yeah. And I mean, there's no players, yeah. other players involved. Seahawks yeah. got three players that are all I mean, Drew Locke is bad, but like the other two are really, you know, they can actually contribute, you know, on a team. Uh to winning and not losing. Um but the other the, the real kicker was giving him a five year two hundred and thirty million dollar fully guaranteed contract, the largest contract fully guaranteed money ever given out to any player by over by like 80 million. It's so much. Uh, it's a lot of, it's a lot of money. Um, so I, I was completely shocked. Um, this happened about three o'clock on a work day, I believe on Friday, three or, o'clock or, last Friday. Yep. And I, it was really hard for me to focus on work at that point. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of sitting there like just watching my phone um, Especially as I'm watching basketball yeah. while working, and then I get this. Oh, I fully like, did not watch any basketball <laughs> I, for about yep. three hours. There was about an hour and a half where I'm just like, basketball's not happening right yeah. now. I'm I think yeah. more focused on this Deshaun Watson trade that but just it was crazy. came out of it, nowhere. Certainly, I don't know if it makes the Browns a Super Bowl contender this year because we're not going to have them. And because the AFC is so loaded, we may be out of the playoff race before he gets back. 
Although I think Jaco- uh, the other uh, signing that we had, Jacoby Brisket. Jacoby um, Brisket. will be able, depending on our schedule, I think he'll be able to keep us afloat. Um, if it's our like schedule is going to be at once that that schedule release is going to be massive because you yes, think it's pro- we're probably four, one of the most important teams for schedule four release. to six games is what I'm assuming he's going to be out maybe eight depending on what happens with the civil suits. Um, so you got to think if if that if we're front loaded with all the hard teams, yes, like we're gonna, gotta, my I'd guess is will be, be fr- rather be front loaded. Oh, because you know, because you, you think lose them no matter what or whatever. If but like, no, like if you get out of the games he's suspended at five hundred. And you have an easy back half, right? I go. guess I get that. I guess, that, but you I was also thinking like four. if it's against the if he could beat the hard teams because he's so good, I would rather have Brisket beat the easy teams like uh, Jets or whoever we face. The, or something. The yeah, Panthers, we'll, the Falcons, we'll, we'll we'll Saints. <laughs> right? Half the NFC Panthers, South. Falcons, Saints, Jets, Texans are right, five like, of our matchups. I would rather him face them and then have Deshaun for the harder one. And so football team we, or commanders, which, you know, could be fine. I don't know. So that's six games against sub 500 teams for last right. year. All right. I want to hear from blaze here. Blaze, what were your initial reactions to this trade? I've done a lot of thinking since Friday going on Twitter. I've been going on the Browns Reddit like page a lot and just seeing what everyone else has to say. Cause I just, I'm so conflicted because I love the Browns. I have so much Brown shit. I live and die by the Browns. I I still don't really know how I feel. I So I know Browns fans have made fun of the Steelers for Big Ben and all those, uh, that whole saga. That was four, five, six years after they drafted him and was already like established himself. I think he already had the Super Bowl win. By the time like that stuff came out about Big Ben. So it's like it, it, it is what it is. But with Deshaun to actively go after someone who has 22 cases, you give him the most fully guaranteed contract in NFL history. You give him a million dollar salary his first year so you that can if sneak by yeah. the suspension. To, to be fair, they also have done very similar things with other players. So it's not oh, against really? with their first years. It's not against the Browns' okay. precedent. So they didn't fully do it because of the suspension, yeah. but it definitely played it, a part in it. It really looks like a dick move, but it makes sense organizationally because he's only a ten million dollar cap hit this year. Okay, I yeah, didn't I know. Think, that. I, I think they did it like, with uh, Hooper. Yes, that makes sense. But so it's 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 still it, the perception is terrible, obviously. Um. And obviously, I would think that it at least entered their mind that this could be a reason why they would do this, um, and reason why Deshaun would want to do this. But regardless, places you could continue. So, and that bullshit nothing burger press statements they released. My favorite one though was I think McNeil posted something. It was like Nick Chubb statement, and it was just two blank quotation marks. <laughs> yep. I like that. Yep. That was funny. I um, saw the NFL the the meme that was like Nick Chubb has been oddly quiet about this whole situation. <laughs> it was cracking me up. Um I it just doesn't sit right with me because losing is one thing. I would still support them. After 0-16, I was still on the Browns train. But this it just feels really like selling your soul and it feels dirty. And I just, I just feel so dirty. Browns. Oh, there are, is there is a big divide in Browns fans. Oh, but yeah. I, I haven't does felt winning, alone. Does winning fix it? Does winning fix it? That's you why know, a lot of the comments would be like, 
whenever someone's like, this sucks or whatever, and then someone's like, well, you'll come back when they start winning. Some Most people, people will. will. I, I think so. And how long does it take for people to get over, like, what's gone on? I know Kareem Hunt, whenever we had him, there's that whole situation with him. And I don't even know if, like, half of Browns fans even think about that anymore now. We like did Tyreek Hill. Um, it's a good point, Brian. I don't know. it. I've been trying to come up with, like, a statement in my head of how I feel. And I just hasn't, haven't been able to do it. I... I don't know if morally... You, you root for the team, not the name on the back. Yeah, that's, that's been my issue, too. Because um, I love Nick Chubb. I love Denzel Ward. I love JOK. I love 98% of the Browns roster. But something about Deshaun Watson being the face of your franchise now just puts that much more of an impact on it. And I don't know if I can fully support that. And I have a feeling they're going to try to push Miles and Nick Chubb to be more of the face of the franchise. Well, they, that's even what where, I'm I mean, They already, yeah. What? They even were when that's Baker what I'm was here. Miles Garrett's right. the yeah, face of the exactly. franchise. Mm-hmm. I, yes. I think so, yes. He's and the I, most influential Browns player at the moment. And I, But I do agree that like some people might think that because the superstar quarterback's coming in, oh, he's obviously going to be the you know face of the franchise because that's what quarterbacks are usually but i think that the browns are going to try to push miles to be the because miles had the incident or whatever where he hit him and then you know he's he's cleaned up his image now or whatever so obviously oh, yeah. it's nowhere, nowhere near the same thing that's all i'm trying to say but but you, you get what i'm saying it's like miles is probably going to be the face of our franchise going forward so and that's what i was thinking like half of me wants the browns to go 0 17 and lose all our good players so they can go somewhere else but then the other half of me, I want them to do good. I like them. Because if the team does bad, then it looks bad on them. But <sighs> I don't know. I We'll see. Right now, I'm a Bills fan. That's what I'm going into this season as. <laughs> but uh, I like I the Chargers. Brandon, did you have anything else to add about everything? Um, very similar to Blaze. I feel, I feel empty about it. The, the pure football fan and football nerd in me watches Deshaun Watson highlights and kind of gets excited because he's very, very talented. It's the, the difference between him and Baker is like the difference between me and like Baker. Baker. <laughs> me and Baker. <laughs> I was going to say like Kent State's quarterback. Like it's just it, there's different levels to quarterback play and we've never seen elite one elite quarterback play from as a Browns fan. So that that in itself would be entertaining. But it's just yeah, like Blaze said, it just feels dirty. It it does. Um I will say that I guess one thing that nobody's really talking about, and I'm not sure if we should or not, but I am one to believe that everyone has redeemable qualities and everyone's character can be redeemed. We all make bad decisions eventually, some more some way worse than others, but <laughs> I mean, we all we yeah. all do love Kareem Hunt now, and he made quite an awful, quite a public mistake, and it almost cost him his NFL career, and he seems to have gotten his life together quite spectacularly, and we all gave Josh Gordon a million chances because we, everyone wants to see somebody rehabilitate themselves and get become a better person. And wh- I don't know if what Deshaun Watson has done is redeemable because we really don't know what he did, honestly. It's, it's accusations at this point. We don't even know the details of the accusations. That's all been private. So I, I guess I'm, I'm part of me is holding out hope 
that this eventually all gets worked out and it comes out that he's maybe a, a crappy person, but not like a completely deplorable person. And then we can watch somebody build up their character and become a better person in front of our eyes. That might be the glass half full rather than glass half empty thing. But as we sit here today, I'm kind of disappointed by the whole thing. Brian, did you have anything else to add before we moved on? Uh, I just want to talk because I, I want to talk a little about the football. football. Aspect. Okay, wait, right. Let's let, let's talk about the football aspect of it. Then. Because I think if we're looking at pure football, we're just talking about like who it is as a football player. The Browns, if he plays full 17 game season, so next year, Browns are the favorites in the AFC North and probably top two or three. I think they are top two or three in the AFC to go to the Super Bowl with right there with Buffalo right there. Well, maybe Kansas City dropped a little bit now uh, after that, but they'll I think they'll reload and they'll they'll be more. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Um, My question is, but do you think that what? If you had to rank the Browns roster within the division and just quarterback in the division, what would you put us? I think I'd put us both first. Do you think Watson's better than Burrow? I do. I think Burrow I would, is I, very I, good. Yeah. I think Burrow in the playoffs was given uh, better luck than... I would just say, I was looking at Burrow's stats. His stats weren't like He wasn't tremendous in the yes. playoffs. He had the same amount of... He had like four t- passing touchdowns and two interceptions. Uh, or, or, yeah, something But like he's that. a winner, just like Jimmy But G. he won games, yes. <laughs> but Cincinnati also played in a lot of close games during the regular season. They were massively benefited by Lamar getting hurt because the Ravens were the number one seed in the AFC and were the AFC North leaders before that happened. Um, and also Big Ben was a shell of himself and Pittsburgh still made the playoffs. Um, I don't know. Cleveland's <laughs> better. Uh, so I think Cincinnati did get a lot better in this offseason. But we've seen it a lot. The runner-up in the Super Bowl tends to have a step back in the year following. The Chiefs kind of bucked that trend by making the playoffs and going to the AFC Championship. But they didn't even they didn't get back to the Super Bowl like everyone thought. Yeah, that first half of the season they were struggling too. So, mm-hmm. so we we will see. I think Cincinnati definitely improved their offensive line. Oh, not definitely, uh, but most we'll certainly improved. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> offensive yeah, line, like right? Three now. or four guys. <laughs> yes, it's a very very solid O line. Um, but every every almost every team in the AFC also improved. So. Um, the AFC stacked. It's almost ridiculous. It's really just going to come down to who can stay healthiest the longest is going to make the playoffs in the AFC. Um, you asked, so I'm curious what your thoughts are, Brandon. Top four pl- quarter. What are the, what are your top four in the AFC? That like, how would you rank the quarterbacks? Sorry, in the AFC I, North. I think you can make a reasonable debate that Deshaun Watson's the third best quarterback. I I can see Brian side where it's first, but Joe Burrow in his second year just went to a Super Bowl, albeit. Very much luck, but he was also probably the second or third in MVP voting. I don't remember how that turned out, but he was up there. He had a great regular season. Right, very good. Yes, yes. yes. Um, Lamar was hurt last year, and I think we forget how good Lamar is as a player. Lamar has won I an MVP. Lamar. Yeah, I know. So, like, Joe Burrow made it to a Super Bowl, and Lamar won an MVP. What has Deshaun Watson done? I know Blown different circumstances. The Chiefs in the different circumstances for sure. But you have a Super Bowl runner-up quarterback and an MVP quarterback in our division. 
you can definitely make the argument that Sean Watson's third. Roster-wise, though, I think the Browns probably have the best roster. I think what hurts Deshaun, too, is he hasn't played in over a year. Plus, if he gets suspended for half the year, that's another half a year he hasn't played. And yeah, he's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be, it's a gonna long be time. a hard I, I transition. I do believe that the Browns will not make the playoffs this year. I do not think, I, I don't know. I, the schedule will have to come out and we'll have to see what we can do. And, and the suspension has to come out as well. But the way it stands, if Deshaun Watson misses six to eight games, I don't think the Browns will be able to make the playoffs because of the fact that the AFC is going to be very good. I think three teams out of the West make it. I think, and then you've got one wild, one wild card, card left. left. The Browns are not winning the division in the AFC, in the North this year. I don't think. I don't think it's going to be possible. Like Brandon said, both the Bengals and Ravens are great. So unless all the teams cannibalize themselves early in the season and it's like really packed to start, then I don't see the Browns. You know, I don't see an easy path, or it's going to be a very very difficult. I path think we might be overestimating how many wins it's going to take to get into the playoffs because there's a lot of great AFC teams, but all of these great AFC teams have to play each other. Play each other, yeah. It's going to be a pretty even win-loss column, especially because the AFC West has to play each other twice. And then we play, we play the AFC East. So that means the AFC South plays the West, so they have four hard games guaranteed. So like I, I there look. Is, I don't think a wild card team is coming out of the South for sure. The Colts and the um, Titans are both going to be competitive. Yeah, but one of them is not. <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> one I guarantee. of them's not going to what? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just don't trust them. <laughs> I mean, they're going to have four easy wins each against the Texans and Jags. So maybe you, you might be right. Actually, well. So that's that was a good discussion on Deshaun Watson. Um, we'll see what happens with suspension and how the press conference goes, if we ever have one. Um, but let's look at the flip side here. So, you know, Baker, I don't know if we were able to even talk about the Baker statement that was released. I think that was after the pod. No, it was um, the was end. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's we right. We, we read it at the end. Yeah. So, breaking moves? Breaker released. Breaker. Baker released his statement saying, you know, Thanks for everything, Cleveland. Breaking my heart. And now that we've traded for Deshaun, like, what are we what what are we gonna do with Baker? Because he wanted to go to the Colts. They traded for Matt Ryan, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Um, him and the Panthers have mutual disinterest. Oh. God. Um, the other only other team that was interested in him was Seattle, uh, that we know of. So, like, what do we think is gonna happen with Baker? Are we just gonna cut him? We, you, Brian, I know you said. You can start here. You said we thought we were going to wait for a little while. Oh, we're yeah. Burn we him so the Baker Mayfield will be on the Browns at least until the draft, in my opinion. Um, there's no market for him at whatsoever. The Browns apparently won a first-round pick for Baker Mayfield. That is not happening. <laughs> I liked Schefter's report saying that people want a draft pick with yes, Baker. People if want, some him. teams wanted a draft pick with Baker to take his contract. But the Browns handled this situation very poorly and Baker Mayfield handed it handled it worse <laughs> like to come out with a statement that thanks your organization for all that it's given to you while you're still on the organization does not really show that you are a uh, very mature uh, person and Cleveland obviously came out they wanted an adult in the room 
that adult, I guess, charged as an adult, if you want to say that. <laughs> I think um, they meant more like as a football player than a person, but yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. The joke still stands. Um, and then this this report that comes out today that he the Carolina Panthers were not interested. And so Baker had to had just had to say, Oh, I didn't want to play for the Panthers anyway. And now there's mutual I've never seen this before. Mutual disinterest in playing for it. If you don't want to play for the team, just don't say anything. Unfortunately, Baker doesn't have a no. Tra- Baker doesn't have a no trade clause, so we're but he's going wherever we send. They don't want him, so you don't have to say. Well, I didn't want you anyway. It just burns the bridge. If if the Panthers ever, you know, well, maybe ever they did jump, want him, maybe 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 they, they they put the tape back on. They were like, oh, this guy was definitely better than Sam Darnold. They're like, oh, hey, Cleveland, we'll give you a fourth round pick for Baker. It's like, oh, damn, they're not going to get that anymore. Um, he doesn't have a spot to go to right now. Um, teams are pretty much set at quarterback other than the Seahawks and the Panthers. Um, and one of them is going to draft a quarterback. If not, both of them are good. Nobody's drafted a quarterback and there's only two places where a, a rookie could go to, to start immediately. Um, and even in Carolina, they may want to still start Sam Darnold because they're paying him 20 million. Um, and in Seattle, they love Drew Locke apparently. Um, I don't know so why. But, um, Baker will be on the Browns for at least until after the draft and probably longer. Um, but this is also a similar argument for Jimmy G. Jimmy G has yet to be traded. I still – I think he'll be on the 49ers <laughs> until training camp. Um, just there's not a market for quarterbacks now. The, the, it's dried up. Well, I think what's going to happen is uh, Baker and Jimmy G are going to be on the team until some team gets injured in preseason – or like beginning of the season or something, then they're going to be desperate, and then they're going to get that uh, whatever the Browns are going to get something okay jack, for him, jack shit for him. Well, they're they're if they're desperate, because they're they're right now yeah. no one wants him because they know the Browns are desperate and they know that the Browns don't have the upper hand in anything right now to like offer for it. Right, um, Brandon, did you have anything to add about Baker? Um, I mean. Jimmy G is still available, like Brian said. I would I would say most teams, if they're trying to compete this for an upcoming year, would take Jimmy G over Baker. At least on the field, I don't think that they're very far apart either way. But culturally and as a person, everyone's going to take Jimmy G. So I think it would be wise for the Browns to wait because they don't have any leverage now and they're not going to get any leverage in the future. So you might as well wait it out and see what happens. But they're not going to cut him. They're not going to eat $18 million. There's no way. No. I think they'd rather just keep him the whole season and then let him walk in free agency. Yeah, I can see that happening. Um, Also, I don't think any team is going to trade for Baker. First of all, to pay him $20 million to be a backup. But also, Baker's personality doesn't match the personality of a backup. Like he, I feel like he's too big of a personality to be a backup quarterback. So like like, too much of a dick. Yeah, so like if... If they're going to trade for him, they better be prepared to start him. Um, also, I don't know if you guys saw the report that the Steelers are supposedly, if he were to be cut, the Steelers are interested in uh, signing him, and I would kill myself if they I'm to plus the Steelers. Scared. I I'm not, not scared. scared. I just I don't like it. I, don't I would. I'd be fine with it. If, if Miles Garrett would really think Baker, Baker. Mayf- <laughs> I I saw the – I don't know who said it, but it was, it was like a talk show I was listening to today. 
if the Browns really do think that Baker Mayfield isn't an adult, they should want Pittsburgh to have him. Because he'll destroy Pittsburgh from the inside. <laughs> Set a spy over, basically. Yes, it's... We'll play yeah, Baker. But, like, it's not... It's not for like it's not that Baker would be like helping the Browns actively. It's just that his being there it's would create toxic. toxicity. Yep. Yep. So that'll be interesting to see where Baker goes. Um we already talked about brisket, one year, four million dollar, whatever it was you said. So he'll probably be our starter for a few games this year. So um everyone eat your brisket on Sundays. Yeah, he um, raises the floor. Over yeah, Keenum. Right. He yeah. can do more He's he can a do solid more things backup than quarterback. Yeah. Much more athletic, so. Case Keenum was shot. Before we move on, can we talk about how A.B. tweeted about wanting to come to the Browns? Oh, my God. Can we talk about how Odell was open to returning to the Browns? If Odell comes to the Browns, I will never cheer for the Browns again in my life. (laughs) I don't want Odell, personally, yeah. What what an ultimate shot to Baker Mayfield that would be, though. That would be the funniest thing for to Baker Mayfield. It's like... I only left because of exactly just you. Like, only you were the reason. I mean, we know that now. I mean, we do, but, like, this would put the nail in the coffin. This would be him, like, explicitly, basically saying it. Yeah. It's really funny, all the reports coming out that it's like, Baker kind of was mean. wasn't very nice. He's not a great person. He sucked. He didn't work hard. Like all, all well, the things I mean, that were under He did rep. gain like 50 pounds after 50 one season. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Blaze, you don't want the Antonio Cleveland Browns. You don't want that to be our new team name. I'm all good. I don't want <laughs> I'm Odell, all AB on the same team. We might as well. Like, uh, all... We should get Chase Claypool, Juju. Let's just all put them on one team. Nah, people were saying we should. What was um? We should bring OJ back. Sign him. Ooh. Who was the the Ravens guy? Was it Ray Lewis? Ray, Ray Rice. Rice. I mean, Ray, Ray Lewis Rice. killed a guy. Nobody cares. <laughs> so let's just sign every single player that is either a big personality or has a controversial past. Aaron Hernandez. Well, we can bring Richie Incognito in to get everybody in line. Montez Perfect. <laughs> Just make the most Joe. That's exactly what I was going to think. Um, who is that Titans cornerback that fought? Um, oh, uh, oh, Cortland oh, Finnegan. Finnegan, yeah. He, he, fought, uh, he fought Andre Johnson twice a year. It yeah. was guaranteed. It was on site <laughs> so twice funny. a year. Yeah, just bring in the most toxic or like we can dumbest get, uh, people. Just Kendrick see Perkins, what Richard Sherman and Michael Crabtree. <laughs> <laughs> Trying with the star receiver like Crabtree. Akeem Talib and uh, who the fuck did he fight? Oh, uh, uh, who did he? Did he fight Crabtree too? <laughs> it might have been. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like he, I thought it was on the Patriots when he fought somebody. Who knows? They all fight each other. Or maybe it was on the Broncos when he fought. I don't know. I thought he was in the Broncos. Was that when he got his chain ripped off, or was that the the, the Bears player, the, the the one that just punched the Saints guy? You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was yeah. On- yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that bear just walked up and clocked him. Yeah, he, he clocked uh, Gardner Johnson, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was we punched, but I don't, I don't know who it was. I don't know who punched. It was so. It was an offensive. It was a wide receiver, so, yeah. one of their crappy like third or fourth string receivers. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. So the Browns just our advice to you: sign every single toxic or controversial player you can. Let's get Calvin um, Ridley back in here. If they even sign anyone at this point, Pete anymore. Rose. Ooh, Pete. Barry Bonds. 
Let's get the whole Black Sox. Choose Joe. <laughs> From the grave. Yikes. Yikes. Dig him up. No. Wait, we're forgetting about right. uh, uh, Calvin Ridley, the, the worst of them all. Oh, we got to uh, get Barry that's, Bonds. That's, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So let's move on now. Um, we've mentioned it a little bit, but Matthew Ryan. That was weird saying Why Matthew. did you say Matt that? Ryan. Because I, I about said Matthew Stafford, and then I corrected myself <laughs> in between. Ryan. What's a Matthew middle name if going to be like that? Matty Ice Ryan. Um, he is being traded to the Indianapolis Colts for a bag of chips. Round I picks. Third Not round. much. Um, although he does have a big cap hit for the Colts, but either way, traded the Colts. Colts have their fourth new quarterback or fifth new quarterback in as many years, even longer. Um, yeah, or maybe six and six since years. Twenty sixteen, like they've had a different starting quarterback week one. So basically, since well, I guess that's after Peyton left, but since Andrew Luck basically was consistently not hurt. Um, so I guess the question here is: we we the Colts are always you know on the fringe of the playoffs. This obviously. Probably puts them a little bit better than with Carson Wentz, who liked to throw pick sixes from his own end zone. Um, does this make them a AFC contender, though? You know, are they going to win the AFC South? Do they have a chance to make it to the AFC Championship? Brandon, let's start with nope. you here. Okay, he's better than Simple Carson answer. Wentz, but it's it's just Philip Rivers with an MVP, like raises the floor a little bit, but he's still not going to do enough to win an AFC title. They have no weapons. No. Like Michael Pittman's all right. Jonathan Taylor's obviously that's elite, it. but like that's it. Paris Campbell's. They mid. also have no draft they capital. No draft to capital. Do anything. I mean, the the trade the trading of Carson Wentz and then getting Matt Ryan in return and then still gaining draft picks from it was a good move. Like they got better, but it's still not good. Not enough. that much better. I mean, Matt yeah. Ryan's probably what the tenth best quarterback in the AFC. Yes. <laughs> like it. It's uh, not. It's I would say enough. Brian. Any thoughts here? I will say they – I think they'll probably be the favorites for the AFC South. I picked them for the AFC South. I think Tennessee – I they've been too, they've been squeaking by for too many years, man. I think this might be the year Derrick Henry fight, finally loses some, some, uh, some tread on those tires because he's coming off an injury. He did not look good when he came back from injury, although he came back quick from injury for the playoff game. Um, you know – no, they they did trade for Robert Woods, who's also coming off uh, an ACL at age thirty. At age thirty, um, so they had Julio last year. They'll have Robert Woods this year. It'll be similar, I think. Robert Woods will hopefully come back a little bit better than Julio did. Um, and their defense isn't that great, um, so I think both teams could make the playoffs. Um, like Brandon said, like we discussed earlier. AFC is probably going to cannibalize itself a little bit, so there'll, there'll be a chance for some of the weaker division second place teams to make a run at that wild card spot. But I think whoever comes out of the AFC South is one and done. They're they don't compare to a, any of. Frankly, I don't think they're better than any of the AFC West teams, and maybe three, if not all, of the AFC North teams. Um, certainly outside of quarterback, they're not better than any of the AFC North teams. Um, like I think all the rosters in the West and the North are better than the rosters in the South. Um, so and now they have to worry about, which we'll talk about in a second, is Miami now a contender, but we'll talk about that in a second. So, Blaze, any thoughts here with the Matt Ryan trade? It, it makes – they're a better team. Jonathan Taylor's a beast. I love him. 
the AFC is too competitive. Like they were close last year, but I all they had to do was beat the Jags, and they couldn't do that. <laughs> um, so we'll see. I I think they're gonna miss the playoffs though. Yes, and um, not much else to say about that. Like you said, you know, Matt Ryan went from Atlanta, who didn't want him, to the Colts, who just needed a quarterback. So. Um, oh, predictions on the Colts quarterback next year. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Ryan again. Again. Matt Ryan part two. Probably. Then We'll see if they can finally stay consistent. He doesn't have like 17 kids that he has to go home to this time. True. Yeah. He's but, got a little um, bit. He's got more left than Phillip Rivers did. Yeah. yeah. He, he was not. He was competent quarterback last year. On an oh, awful what? team. They won, they what, won. six or seven yeah. games? They did. They were in the playoff race for a little bit. They were there, really? around there, because it was like, them, the no, Vikings. No, absolutely and... no offensive talent besides, yeah. like, Kyle Pitts, who even rookie tight ends don't even produce that much. So. I believe you're missing someone. Oh, yeah. They had Cordero Patterson. Cordarell. <laughs> Cordarell Patterson. But I believe uh, did he, he, he didn't do as good in the second half of the season as he did in the first, did he? I mean, he did fine. He did, yeah, he did fine. Better than anything else yeah. on that uh, Falcons team. Mike Davis. They still don't have a wide receiver, Mike I don't think. Quinn. No, they do not. <laughs> they do not have a single wide receiver on their they roster. They were going to trade for Deshaun Watson with no receivers on the roster. Yeah, he was, that was going to be his pick. Because you saw, did you hear the report of him courting yeah. Jarvis yep. Landry? Yeah. Like, that was going to be his pick. He was going to go to Kyle Pitts. <laughs> That might as well be the only Going player on the roster the at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then I alluded to it another another big move that just happened today, which I'm kind of shocked that this happened. Um, Tyreek Hill was traded to the Miami Dolphins. And I think the reason that I was shocked is because we're so used to the big three in, in Kansas City being Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill. Like, those three carried them through the regular season and the playoffs. Like the last that was four years. Yeah. The last four years, that was what carried them through it. So the fact that the chiefs are trading, I mean, they signed Juju, but Juju's not comparison to Tyreek Hill. Um, they did get a haul for him. I think they got what a first, a second, a fourth and a sixth or something like that. They got like four picks for him or something. Um, yeah. One, so two, four this year and a four and a six next. That's what it was. So they, they got a good haul for him, but I, I guess the question here is, We'll, we'll we'll do two questions here. We'll first ask: Are the is there more? Are the Dolphins now more competitive with Tyreek Hill on their team? Um, and then the second question is: How badly does this hurt the Chiefs losing their number one slash two receiver? Uh, Blaze, let's start with you on this one. What are your thoughts here? It it hurts them very bad. Not not the Dolphins. It hurts the Chiefs very bad. Um, the Chiefs' receiving room right now: Juju Smith Schuster, Corey Coleman, and Josh Gordon. I think McCall Hardman's still there. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. Ghost of the Browns past. Holy <laughs> cow. <laughs> <laughs> the only one on there not involved in any Browns stuff is uh, Mecole Hardman. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dolphins Dolphins are a better team. Tua Tagalivoa, though, is throwing to Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill's going to have a down year. I, I'm fairly certain. Yeah, I'm going to kill myself. So is Jalen Waddles also going to have a down year because now Tyreek Hill's going to take two of my half fucking his catches. receivers. It so pisses me off so much. Oh, it's all right, Trevor. It was bound to happen. You were having too good of an offseason. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Tom but, Brady um, was back. James Connery signed. Right. It was, <laughs> too, it was really nice. Too for positive me. for you. Too positive. Yes, Brandon. What about your thoughts here? Chiefs and, and Dolphins. What do you What do you think about? I'm sides really here? excited what? to watch the Dolphins offense because we their head coach is now the guy that helped create the offense that Debo Samuel looked Debo. amazing. And they went in one offseason, They probably created the most electric combination of weapons in the NFL. Because Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill are probably two of, if not the two fastest players on the offensive side of the ball. They still have Cedric Wilson, who is a very, very good toolsy wide receiver. They have Mike Jacecki still. Jacecki. And then they Jusecki. they signed um, Chase Edmonds, who is a great pass receiving running back out of the backfield. And they signed Raheem Mostert, who, as we know, if healthy, is very, very fast and a very good running back, especially in the same offense that he will be running with the Dolphins. So I'm, I'm excited to see. I know the, the limiting factor is going to be Tua, but I think they have so much on offense, and if Mike Daniels is a good play caller, they're going to put up a lot of points. They're going to be fun to watch. But the bigger story, surprisingly, is what the heck do the Chiefs do? Because like Tyreek Hill made that team go. The whole offense is predicated around Tyreek Hill runs fast. Tyreek Hill runs the damn thing right over the middle. That Tony Romo's like, launch it to you him. see yeah. this? He runs. What? I said, he's just going to run past the defenders and no one's going to catch him. His pants are seeping wet from just all the creaming he's doing about the Chiefs. Yes. And that's that's the interesting thing is like Tyreek's going to do that for the Dolphins, but is Tua going to be able to get in the ball? I did see something. It was like, not that they would ever do it, but like Baker's got a better arm than Tua does. Do the Dolphins think about trading for Baker? Or something for a year because he's going to be able to launch it down the field to Tyreek better than Tua is going to be able to. So that's just a thought. But but Brian, your thoughts here on the Chiefs and the Dolphins? It certainly makes the Dolphins better. Um, I think it makes them the second best team in their division. Um, they're clo- they were already close with the Patriots. It was like two A two B. I think this puts them ahead in terms of offense. It's their offense is way more talented. I think their quarterbacks are pretty similar, but their offense is way more talented. Um, and they also signed Teron Armstead, who's oh, yeah, the top tackle in free agency. Um, so their offensive line is going to be better. They still need to address that in the draft. And look, they gave up a lot for Terry Kill, but they still got a ton of draft. They have two first round picks next year from the uh, Waddle deal or like the uh, trade out the 49ers deal for Trey Lance. Um, yes, Braden? They still have a lot of draft capital. What if they moved up and grabbed Bryce Young or CJ Stroud next year in the first round? Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, if Tua, they're gonna know if Tua's the the real. That thing. would scare the shit out of me. Then the Dolphins would be a contender too. Dolphins, yes, they would. They would be. Dolphins are really setting themselves up for next year. Like next year, they are going to if they get an actual quarterback, or if, if Tua develops into a real quarterback, or if he doesn't and they get an actual quarterback with their draft capital next year. Oh boy. Um, the Dolphins do they still will have be... Devontae Parker, too? They do. Oh, my but, um, God. They do still have Devontae Parker. <laughs> um, so their offense, <laughs> is, they have... they Honestly, like, they might have a top three weapons group in the AFC. Top three might not be third or second. They have, <laughs> yeah. they have so much speed, it's ridiculous. Because well, I, I think Cincinnati's is probably better in terms of, like, from running back to wide receivers... Um, because I don't know about the Dolphins running backs are good, but they are one injured sometimes and two, not necessarily like what you would call elite um, consistently. 
Um, and their offensive line isn't as good, even with the signing of Toronto Armstead. Um, but you have to put it up there with the Raiders, you know, getting Devontae Adams, which we'll talk about next. Um, Buffalo's offense, they're, they've got a, just a bunch of receivers. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Makes yeah. the Chiefs, it makes the Chiefs t- uh, tougher. I don't think it's as bad for the Chiefs. I think they'll be able to even in that division. It, yeah, it's bad. It, it definitely, but they have the best quarterback. They have the best tight end in the NFL. Um, so they have the best uh, TikTok duo in the NFL too. Yeah, yeah. One of them's not even on the team. That's the more important. But thing. they'll be able to they'll be able to draft at least one or two receivers. Um, uh, and they'll you know they'll be able to attract other talent there. It's not going to be the end of the world. But we'll get to see Patrick Mahomes without Tyree Kill, which everybody everybody always says, like, oh, Patrick Mahomes is so good because he has the best weapons. Like, we'll see. You know? We'll figure it out this year. Certainly yep. makes the AFC West a little more entertaining. Yes. And the next thing is also an AFC West um, trade. And this was, this was kind of shocking to me, too. I guess I don't know how much you guys know. But Devontae Adams being traded to the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I don't know what hall was here i don't remember i think it was a first and a second is that it so which isn't a lot compared to what the chiefs just got for tyree eh, it's about the same. same is it okay, okay. two fourths so, and a sixth is like yeah. okay so a first and a second for Devonte adams but i think the the biggest thing here is where you know rogers just signed this massive extension that took up a lot of cap and the packers then tagged Devonte adams because they're like oh we'll just pay him what the average is and Devonte was like i'm not doing that so we're gonna figure out a contract but then they were like nah we're just going to trade you away so um i guess again let's look at it both sides here you know are the packers still i mean obviously you have aaron Rodgers, but i mean who are your other valdis scantlin and um he's still a free agent he's still so you don't even have him you have, you have lazard. lazard lazard that's it lazard. lazard so um start with uh, with Amari rogers mm-hmm. i don't even know who else. aaron jones is your running back well, so let's start with valdis scantlin the, the free the, agent yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. So they have one receiver. So Brandon, let's let's look at both sides here: the Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay side of it, and then the Raiders side of it, reuniting Derek Carr with his old college teammate. Yeah. Well, the uh, it hasn't been confirmed, but the rumors of how it went down is Adams got franchise tagged before Rodgers made his decision, and the rumor is that Rodgers knew that Adams was going to be traded before he signed his extension, and I think. So we, weeks ago, it came out that Devontae Adams was not going to play on the franchise tag. He refused to do that. And I think the Packers offered him a contract to make him the highest paid receiver in the league. And he still said, no, I'd rather play elsewhere. And then that's when the trade of the Raiders happened. I think he just wanted to go to the Raiders the whole time. But the Packers, they didn't win a playoff game last year. And their offense looked like it was stuck in mud in that 49ers playoff game. Like, they, they could not move the ball if it wasn't to Devontae Adams. And now he's gone. So they have to completely overhaul their, their offense, basically. I mean, t- even at tight end, Tunyon's coming back off of, off a major gruesome injury. So we have no idea what the heck he'll be. So we'll see. The Packers are definitely taking a step back. The Vikings are probably going to take a step forward. Maybe they can actually make a run at winning the division this year. Then on the Raiders' side, they went from average at – you're the wide receiver in like tight end position to now one of the best offenses in the league because you have Darren Waller, you have Devontae Adams, 
and you have um what's his name Hunter, Hunter Renfro. Renfro white boy Renfro. the best slot receiver in the NFL. like that's Tyreek Hill and Josh Jacobs is no slouch or running back they have a good offense and they got better on defense with the signing of Chandler Jones yep so like the Raiders are the AFC good. West is AFC West is fucking stacked it's ridiculous I could see all four of them making the playoffs if I'm being completely honest. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I think the Packers. The Packers certainly got worse. I think they are. Uh, it's. I'm really hesitant to put them as second best in their division behind Kirk Cousins. We'll see what they do at wide receiver. They could bring a couple guys in. They better if they don't draft a wide receiver in the first round. I will put the Vikings ahead of them. In the in the division. they're not going to. They'll draft another backup quarterback. They have to. You know, Jordan they're, loves it. I Aaron. think they're gonna follow the same route as they're gonna follow the same route as the Vikings when they traded Diggs to the Bills. They traded for a first round pick, they took Justin Jefferson in the first round. That turned out great for the Vikings. I think the Packers are gonna think the same along the same lines and take a Chris Olave or a Garrett Wilson or Traylon Burks, whoever falls to that twenty one or whatever spot it was. Turn off those lights. <laughs> you don't want Garrett. Garrett Wilson on the Packers would be fantasy wise. Actually, whatever it receiver would. round one goes to the Packers, fantasy wise, will be very, very important. So walk yes. in the door as wide receiver one with Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. I know. Yeah. Um, but for the Raiders, this took the this made them the uh took them from the fourth best team in the AFC West to the fourth best team in the AFC West. <laughs> like they got better. But every other AFC West team got also got better. better, except for the Chiefs. But they were already on top, so you can't. I don't think you can put the Raiders above the Chiefs. Um, so uh, they're a good team, and they'll probably win a decent amount of games. But it's going to be really tough for them to make the playoffs. So I think it's a solid move. Although you're paying a thirty, almost thirty year old receiver five years, hundred thirty million dollars, like twenty million dollars a year. Um, so we'll see. I know that the connection between him and Derek Carr back from Fresno State is very good. I think in his last year in college, Devontae Adams had like 24 receiving touchdowns. Um, air, raid, air raid system. So <laughs> that <laughs> yes, was that. Uh, but um, yeah, it's definitely a good move by the Raiders. And if you're Packers financially, it's a good move because you don't want to commit that much money to – Divide Adams, it, it, but in a vacuum, it's good. In not a vacuum, it's like, what the hell? Right. <laughs> you have Aaron Rodgers for three more years or two more years. Blaze, what about your thoughts on this trade for both sides? So I think it's good for the Packers because they're not going to choke in the playoffs this year because they're not going to make the playoffs this year. Bada bing. Oh, um, hot take really? number one of the season. Hot take number one, blazing take number one. They are missing the playoffs oh, oh. this year. Um, that in contract is going to come back to bite. Aaron Rodgers in the ass, and that's going to be interesting. I'll be in Madison, so I'll get I'll get that first hand experience of a uh, Packers, go Packers game. Oh yeah, oh, oh, oh um, yeah, you're going to get raw experience of <laughs> Packers fans. That's going to be fun. So we'll see. I think I think this is the year for Kirk Cousins. Um, Vikings oh. have kind of been under the radar in some of their signings. They have one of the best like pass rusher, pass rushing duos now. Um, they, the Vikings, I think, are pretty good, and the Raiders, like Brian said, they're from fourth best to fourth best now. But everyone in that division is good, but they have to play each other twice a year, which is going to be interesting. Um, Man, if Kirk Cousins wins that division for the Vikings, we all should go to that home playoff game. <laughs> well, 
Do, have you have you guys seen the Vikings draft rumors? No. They're rumored to be favoring taking Garrett Wilson in the first round if he's there, which would create one of the best wide receiving rooms in oh, the world. And you, you'd have With Adam Thielen Kirk and Jefferson. Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins throwing the ball to Justin Jefferson, Garrett Wilson, and Adam Thielen. And oh my God. Dalvin, Dalvin Cook, Cook is your running back. Holy. Oh, what a waste of receivers and running backs. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but if, if, so if Kirk Cousins leads that team to a home playoff game, we got to They're going to go 8-9 again. <laughs> With all of the receiving talent in the world. Yeah. It makes no difference what they do in the draft as long as Kirk Cousins is their quarterback. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wow. I really wanted that... to try. I wanted to have the best receiver room the world has ever seen just to win eight games. That's so funny. Oh, my goodness. Just have Kirk lined up under the guard again. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yes, well, um, I not that the Bears are going to do anything, but I'd love to say this opens the door for Justin Fields and the Bears. Dude, but they don't, Darnell they don't, Moody's going to break out, guys. They don't have anybody. They literally only have Darnell Mooney. I would love oh, for them. It's great. It's wonderful. Love for them I love, somehow. I'm to, so excited that they only have Darnell Mooney because he's going to be their only receiver that just be the goat. If they could trade up to get Wilson and reconnect Fields and they Wilson. They don't have a first-round pick I know that. Year. That's what I'm saying is if they could somehow trade way up with a lot of – I think they could trade up to maybe get Olave. Right. Which him and might Fields, be – Although yeah. Olave had a really good uh, combine, so I think Olave is probably going to go in the teens Did he as run well. in his pro day? I know that's besides the point. but I don't know. I don't remember. I don't I think it matters. I didn't look much today, I will find so. out. I don't, I don't think it matters. He ran a 4-4. Four, four. Yes. <laughs> or 4-3-9 so. at the combine. Those were the big transactions. A couple smaller ones. We mentioned Mariota got signed by the Falcons after they traded Matty Ice, so it looks like uh, Marcus Mariota's back. And him and Jameis get to face each other um, two times a year because Jameis was re-signed by the Saints. So we're going to have a rematch of the first-ever college football playoff game where pretty sure Oregon throttled Florida State. Mm-hmm. Um, and one versus two in the draft. Picks. And one versus two in the draft two times Which a year. Which was funny because they played each other – in their first pro NFL game in the regular season. And Mariota, I believe, had less incompletion or yeah, less incompletions than touchdowns. Or more touchdowns than incompletions in that That's game. He had five yeah. passing touchdowns and James threw a pick six to start his career. <laughs> <laughs> Which so was on point. very fitting. Yes. <laughs> very fitting for Jameis. Yes. So you know Tom Brady has a lot of competition down there in the NFC South between <laughs> Sam Darnold, Marcus Mariota, and James Winston. Can I is this the easiest cakewalk of a division ever? Yes. Yeah. Um, Tom Brady was in the AFC East for a lot of his career against the that's Jets. very true. You know what? Dolphins. That's very true. And when the Bills were bad. Why does Tom bad. Brady get all the easy divisions? Like, come on, man. That's Tom just Brady, mean. more like fraud Brady. Uh, he's not actually good. The so. picture of him that everyone posts plumbers. on Twitter with every, like, description <laughs> of his rings. Uh, what deflate gate? D Ford was rule. offsides. <laughs> uh, Malcolm Butler interception in the end zone. <laughs> you know, just in front of all of them. So maybe Tom Brady's overrated. Maybe he's not actually the goat. Well, in his defense, though, the other two Super Bowls that he lost um, <laughs> were, were, like, were the easiest competition. The, yeah, <laughs> Big Dick. But Nick no, but and, like um, they took amazing Eli plays twice. to beat him. Yeah, like all-time memorable plays. Yeah. The three, actually all three, because you had Philly Philly as well. Yeah, so. Philly Philly. 
yeah, the Philly they special lost the Eagles. Two point conversion that they or I don't know if it was fourth oh, down or two point. I, that's conversion. what we were talking about. You said Philly twice, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah lose to Philly yeah. twice." No, the play call was Philly, Philly. <laughs> the Philly special. No, no, in the huddle. They called it Philly, Philly. They called it Philly cheesesteak. I like Philly no. cheesesteak. No. Look up, you'll you'll see. Look up the clip. You know what that makes me think of? The draft deli. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to do a draft deli next time. So we'll um, do... Draft ooh, we could, deli of... Um, off-season moves. That would be more fitting than I was going to say. Okay, <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> well, I have to know now. Soups. Soups. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> it's very different than what I, didn't, I don't even know what I was expecting, but it wasn't soups. <laughs> soups. Uh, can I make one quick shout out? Chicken yeah. one one. Uh, let's go, Jim Harbaugh. We're the Sweet Sixteen again, and you're not, you bitches. <laughs> we suck again. Ooh, no, we suck again. My favorite thing is Michigan fans being like, "Ohio State intentionally lost to duck us in the Sweet 16. Yeah, they did. They really did. <laughs> They so. they wanted no part of this smoke. Hunter yeah, Dickinson okay. bullying people. I hope Villanova takes you back to the woodshed. <laughs> hey, it's a it's a national championship rematch. We're gonna have a chip on our shoulder. Except, oh yeah, because all those returning players. Say, were and head coach Eli there. Brooks was there. Oh, screw him. <laughs> He's been there for like twenty years. It seems. He's been a five straight Sweet Sixteen, baby. Actually, was he five straight Sweet Sixteen? Yeah, we have. was Gillespie on that team for the for Villanova? Yeah, he was. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't play. I don't think, or maybe oh, okay. like barely. He's also no, been he there for ten Brunson's years. Brunson's backup. Yeah, so I'm but, still sad that cool. Akron lost by forty UCLA. Oh, they were they I were winning they, towards the they end. Won, Close game, they winning the whole time. And fucking yeah. Wisconsin then, fucked me over. <laughs> Oh, Wisconsin. But oh, and then Wisconsin. Our, I can still score more max points than Trevor can. So yeah. I'm like in last place. My bracket is so bad. Well, I don't even want to talk about just it. Got, you just have to have a Gonzaga win, you know? Yeah. No, I, I need Arizona to win. Who? Oh, you have there? Arizona? Yes, and a lot of other well, people also Gonzaga. have Arizona winning. I have Arizona. <laughs> I picked Arizona for that one half of Arizona basketball I watched with Trevor where I, they were losing by 10, and I decided to place a $10 bet on them money line because yep. I had a gut feeling, and they, and they won. Yep. So they I won. picked Arizona because they absolutely throttled Michigan earlier this year. <laughs> See, yes. I would have picked them no matter – if they were a top three seed, I would have picked them no matter where they were just because of the one half of basketball that I watched and they won me 20 bucks. <laughs> well, I'm yes. also and happy then, for Doug with his uh, B-Dub sponsor. Doug! Doug from St. Peter's who – Doug from St. Peter's. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you look at their team picture, he's the only white guy on there and he has the mustache. He's your typical Cinderella team white guy, so – that just reminds me, like, the, it gives me Jake from State Farm vibes. <laughs> Doug, Doug from, from St. Peter's. Peter's. Wait, <laughs> next year when we fill out our bracket, we should have an episode segment where we deep dive into every double-digit seed and look at the, like, headshots of everyone on their roster and Ooh. find the Cinderella white find guy. Find Cinderella white guy. Okay. Can yep, that be our draft? draft? Yeah, I, think, I think we would yes. have landed on Doug. I'm I'm pretty sure looking at him, we would have landed on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I think we yeah. can agree with that. Because um, Blaze probably would have saw him and be like, "Who's this guy's mustache?" And then Brian would be like, "His name's Doug." <laughs> What's his? I don't even know what his last name is. Doug Dermot or something. Doug, Doug Dermot. Doug from St. Peter's. Doug. Middle name from. Last name St. Peter's. <laughs> 
I hope that's his B-dubs commercial. It's like Doug from St. Peter's. Hey, it's Doug from St. Peter's. She <laughs> needs some buffalo wild wings. <laughs> that's amazing. But um, th- that's all the news we have for now. I'm sure something else will happen in the next week that we'll have to do something. So yeah, I'm sure we'll trade the, the franchise to fucking Oklahoma City in the next 24 hours just because we recorded this. Yeah, honestly, yeah, something's going to happen tomorrow, and then I'm, we're going to release the pod after it happens, and everyone's going to be like, what about this thing? we look like so, a bunch of idiots. So, we'll let you get back to your beautiful s- spring day or evening, um, whatever time you're listening to this at. Um, I know that we're recording this at night, but they're going to be listening to it maybe in the morning or in the afternoon. Or not at all. <laughs> or, or not at all, because not many people listen to us in the first place. So, hey. Uh, we... We appreciate you all. Um, Everyone have a great day, and we will talk to you next time. See you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.